Hello and welcome everyone to the first installment of the Jarrett D'Amoral podcast. I'll be your host tonight. I'm Jarrett D'Amoral. Um, and this podcast is going to serve as my uh, individual analytical presentation one um, in my AFRAS 260 class um, with Professor Brown. Now, uh, this first individual um, analytical presentation. I chose to do it in podcast format just because I think it's easier for me to get my true feelings uh, through using podcast format. Um, I'm not the best writer in the world, and I'll admit that. Um, and I just think this is the best way that uh, Professor Brown, you, and uh, everyone else can truly hear my my real voice. Um, now, to start it off, I wanted to um, go over the topic that I'll be discussing today. Um, so through this podcast, I'm going to be discussing um, multiple instances um, of artificial intelligence throughout the books and short films we've seen uh, in this first four weeks of class. Now, um, artificial intelligence, intelligence is something that I'm truly passionate about, um, not only inside the classroom, but outside of the classroom. Uh, and I think it's one of the most pressing uh, and in truly interesting issues uh, that we currently have in, in society. Um, now, I will be going over the short stories, Spider the Artist, as well as The Popular Mechanic and Tumaki. Um, and then at the end, I'm going to add in a little bit uh, from the film Little Brother. Now, um, artificial intelligence uh, can be described and defined as uh, intelligence, <coughs> excuse me, intelligence demonstrated by machines in contrast to the natural intelligence displayed by human, humans. Now, uh, AI, uh, for short, <coughs> has been done over and over and time and time again uh, in sci-fi movies, um, but I still think we haven't even breached the surface um, on the type of content uh, that truly can push the barriers of media uh, that includes AI. Um, so going over the first short story, Sparta the Artist, um, I truly thought it, w it was really my favorite story in Cabu Cabu. Um, I thought it was like a really amazing blend between science fiction and African culture. Um, that truly embodied Afrofuturism and sci-fi, uh, as well as also a good love story. Um, so, uh, also, I feel, I feel like the use of domestic violence in the story provided the perfect motivation for our main character, uh, Eme, uh, to finally connect with someone who appreciates her, which ends up being the AI, in this case, a huge robot, uh, multi-legged uh, protector of the oil pipeline. Um, so domestic violence not only grounded our main character in reality, but I felt uh, it also allowed the audience to better connect with her and uh, motivated the audience to get behind her. Um, so like I said, the twist of the story is, however, the only true person that understands her and her music is a gigantic spider robot who has killed multiple people in her village uh, and lives to serve the pipeline and protect the oil uh, that the mass monopolies uh, use to then uh, pay off the government and use for their own gasoline. Um, 
I loved the kind of impossible romance that was shown between Eme uh, and the spider. Um, and through music, I believe it's just so relatable um, that there's no way you didn't love this story. Um, and just kind of like that impossible romance that was shown uh, in the in the film, uh, it, it reminds me of the movie uh, The Shape of Water, uh, where um, two unlikely individuals meet and have uh, a great connection. Um, and it's truly one of the best, I think, best aspects of filmmaking is if you can weave in um, a story and uh, if you can re, re uh, excuse me weave in a realistic story into a non-realistic setting like a sci-fi or fantasy genre um, this story also touches on some very real and relevant subjects such as like fracking oil monopolies and artificial intelligence uh, like I said um, I think obviously out of those three um, although Many environmentalists will tell you that fracking and oil monopolies may be uh, an immediate danger. AI truly does hold the most significant danger uh, for our society uh, within the next 50 years, uh, especially because there's no current government or world policy uh, condemning or controlling the creation of AI. The chances that um, some radicalist could destroy humanity itself uh, does increase without that that cross-border communication. Um, the reason that stories like The Spider and the Artist truly resonate m with me uh, and other young adults, I think, so well is because of the legitimate chance um, that this could happen in the future um, as the prospect of AI um, seemingly be becomes uh, realer and realer. Now, the popular mechanic, although it doesn't touch... <clears throat> Although it doesn't touch directly on AI, it does have AI aspects uh, in the story, and that's why I also wanted to talk about it uh, in this podcast. Now, um, so this story, mainly to me, um, the moral that I got through the story was the family aspect uh, of the daughter and father, um, but I felt it was so in interesting um, just the differences uh, in her father before and after the robot arm. So <clears throat> as a future physical therapist, uh, people with like working around people with disabilities, I know just how draining it is for an individual to try to get back when, what they once had. Um, and for me, that truly resonated with me in this story is just how good of a mechanic the father became even without the robot arm just after rehabbing after losing half of or half of his body and burning getting terrible burns just the fact that he was strong enough uh, mentally and physically to fully rehab um, and become just the same mechanic he was before is is awesome to me um, and then adding on to that a cybernetic arm it truly pushes it into the 10th gear um, for me, and I think it's just so cool to think about, um, because like we'll get to in Little Brother, it's just a mixing of two worlds colliding, the digital or the machine and the human. Um, and it will, and it, it shows in the, in the story that there are side effects, um, that maybe weren't thought of, uh, when the researchers first came up with the idea. Now, um... 
I felt this this uh, short story also totally fell in with the AI um, theme because the unrestricted and to be honest, sketchy research that many companies are doing in third world countries where the government has no say or can be paid off is truly scary to me. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, just the fact that uh, private companies can pay off governments uh, to experiment on their people or run uh, operations that would be illegal in the U.S., um, overseas it's it's one of the scariest things in the world to me and i think it directly connects to ai because that's that's what most of the companies are doing they're creating ai experiments and doing experiments on people um that technically would be illegal in the u.s uh, which is definitely scary um and that kind of aspect of it definitely reminds me of one of my favorite ai films um, which is Ex Machina, where um, a computer programmer is brought in to help uh, do the Turing test, which helps tell if uh, a robot is a robot or is self-autonomous or not. Um, it's a great movie if you have if you haven't seen it. I would definitely recommend it. Um, but it just gave me total Ex Machina vibes, um, and the fact that he ends up getting through this whole arm transplant and this whole kind of forging with the machine uh, that truly did mess up his mind as told in the story, uh, that he overcomes that as well um, ends up, and ends up using his arm for good, I think definitely is an attribute to his character um, and maybe hopefully could like represent some kind of symbiosis we could have with AI as a society uh, in the future. Now, the third story I wanted to go over is called Tumaki. <coughs> and in this story, there is this concept of the meta-human, right? And uh, meta meaning more than, more than a simple human, right? Greater than a human. Um, and I thought that was an awesome idea. And I feel like it fits in with the AI um, kind of league that we're in here, <clears throat> simply because this story is set in a futuristic um, society, and um, he mentions multiple times the uh, the great the great happening, which must be either um, uh, the evolution of humanity um, through AI or something to that extent where uh, humanity becomes more. And I think that's a very important thing to realize um, when we talk about AI, is that it can go one of two ways. Either AI is going to advance to intelligence that we could never understand in a small amount of time and totally destroy the human race, or we could somehow find out a way to symbi symbiose with AI and create a better human uh, using technology. Um, now, I know a lot of people, including Elon Musk and Sam Harris, who are some uh, very prolific uh, podcasters and idealists, um, are kind of pessimistic in this sense, where they think that 
humanity will be destroyed by AI uh, within the next 100 years. Um, and I tend to look at it from both ways. Um, but I love stories uh, like this where um, some symbiosis does occur, uh, which is definitely a possibility, especially with Elon Musk introducing Neuralink, where humans will now be able to store memories uh, literally from their brain onto the internet or their cloud and access the internet through their brain uh, without having to use that extension of the fingers to type it in on a phone. Uh, and I think that's just, honestly, it's insane. Um, but it's something that gives me hope when it comes to AI merging uh, with humanity. Now, the last film I wanted to talk about <clears throat> is Little Brother, which I thought was very good. Um, I thought, like, Little Brother definitely embodied that classic um, dystopian society um, where AI takes over, similar to The Matrix, uh, and changes government policy um, and changes morality as a whole. Um, and I felt like the AI that was shown in uh, Little Brother was simply used for the judiciary process um, or that's all that was shown to us at least and it, I felt like maybe government uh, changed to support AI uh, showing maybe another kind of symbiosis between humanity and AI um, but it's hard for me to believe that the AI if it was truly autonomous um, would only be used for or would only let itself be used for the judiciary judiciary uh, control in our government. I feel like if AI uh, truly was autonomous, it would want f total control. Um, but that's just a side note. Um, but I feel like the just that same uh, kind of topic of AI being merged with humanity, um, so downloading people's souls, you could say, or their brains and memories uh, into the machine so they have some kind of influence uh, on the judiciary process in this case, uh, giving the AI some kind of morality. Um, I felt that was super interesting and honestly, like a really innovative idea that I don't think I've seen before. Um, and I loved how the story went because the protagonist seemed so lost or, la or like had no plan. Um, he went from having no plan to literally beating an AI uh, in a logic battle, and I felt that was really special. Um, so each of these stories I've talked about truly uh, were influenced by AI and also uh, had a big influence on me, uh, and I really liked uh, listening and watching them. <laughs>